From high atop Lake Nona Town Center, this is Nona.fm. This is the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join Coach Robinson and David Grimm as they talk Lake Nona High football. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA or on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Nona.fm. Now, here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. All right, good Monday evening. It is September 26, 2022. You're listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. You can call in at 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. And talk to Coach Jason Robinson from Lake Nona High School. What's happening, Coach? How are you doing tonight? I'm tired, man. It's been a day. Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, uh, a lot of hurricane preparations going on. So I haven't seen you in a couple weeks. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about two weeks, two Fridays ago, Cypress Creek game. Uh, Then also talk about the upcoming, hopefully, fingers crossed, the game against the Boone Braves um, this coming Friday. But first, a couple quick announcements. Just this afternoon, Orange County Public Schools made an announcement that they're going to close all the schools on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Tomorrow, beginning after school, no extracurricular activities will be permitted except for extended day will go till 6 p.m. So again, that's all OCPS schools uh, have been canceled for this Wednesday and Thursday, and extracurricular activities are canceled uh, beginning tomorrow after school except for extended day. And that's basically what all the other neighboring counties um Around the area, Osceola County is canceled, I think, tomorrow through Thursday. Yeah. Lake County, I think, Wednesday, Thursday as well. Um, I'm assuming Seminole County will follow suit. So, you know, you're you're getting yourself prepared for a football game this Friday, but at the same time, trying to navigate, you know, the things that are taking place here within the district and the decisions that are being made by all the officials. You have to prep your kids uh, mentally obviously getting your game plan together for Boone. So talk a little bit real quick about, you know, some of the adversity that you're having to face when, when it comes to uh, getting through this situation. Yeah, it's just kind of been, um, it's kind of been par for the season so far, really, you know, just every week's been, are we going to play? Is it going to get moved? How long are we going to wait on a bus? seems like it's just kind of been a thing every week this, this fall. And uh, it's definitely been the most interrupted season I've ever been a part of. Even I can't think of a season where we've had this much uh, weather situations going on that, you know, in a five or six week period ever. Uh, the sub varsity games have all been moved multiple times. JV's only played two games at this point. We're going into week six. Um, freshmen have played one and a half. So it's pretty frustrating, especially when you know the kid, how hard the kids have worked. You know, like we work year round to get ready for a football season, and uh, and and you're only going to get eight to ten. You know, sub varsity gets eight games, varsity's going to get ten to eleven. You know, unless you make the playoffs, you get more. So it's tough. You know, like basketball, soccer, they all play twenty five, thirty games that they go and in deep into the playoffs. You know, so football's playing a third of that, right? And so when one game gets interrupted, that's a tenth of your season. So it's been tough. Uh, the guys have handled it well, though. I mean, we went out and had a great practice today. 
And uh, it is kind of what it is. At this point, we're all kind of numb to it now. It's like, all right, we're just going to work on getting better today. And uh, we'll figure out at some point we will play Boone. And when that happens, we'll be ready. And I'm sure they'll be ready. And it's going to be a great game. So until then, we'll just keep getting ready, uh, preparing ourselves. We're our biggest opponent right now. We, you know, we really can only beat us at this point. You know, we got to prepare in that in that manner and keep that mindset that you know as long as we play a clean uh air free take care of the football physical football you know we got a chance to win every friday so we're just working on that right now so you're coming off a bye week and uh you know now we're faced with this situation we're missing a few days of practice at the least um how do you keep that momentum going you know, typically, I'm not sure how you handled your bye week. If you maybe took a couple of days off, mm-hmm. uh, beginning end of the week, um, how are you going to keep that momentum after you know big win against Cypress Creek, starting off the district play, and now we have this coming up. Um, you know, it sounds like you guys are going to be ready to play when you're called upon. But as a coach and head coach and your staff, how are you going to keep that momentum going into um, you know these next few days? Yeah, it's tough. Um, you have a big opening district win, right? You want to just keep them rolling at that point and, and uh, build off of it. But yeah, we had the bye week. Gave us a chance to get healthy last week. We did uh, pull back a little bit in terms of practice. We had some makeup sub varsity games last week, so it was still a busy week, even though we didn't have a varsity game. We ended up, you know, we had four games going on between the two two other squads we have, and uh, so in that in that aspect, it was still busy and a lot of time demand. But varsity was able to get lifts in and get some rehab going and get some mobility workouts in and kind of get their bodies back. We still did have two practices in and we had a player led walkthrough on Thursday. And that was, that was fun to watch, you know, to be at this point in the new staff and and with the team and for them to go out there and be able to execute a uh, practice by themselves. You know, I was out there, but they, they, they did, they planned the practice and they executed the practice within themselves. It was fun to watch, man. These guys have come a long way. I don't know that that would have been possible you know, in February, I don't know if that would have been possible in February, but the player council got together. They, they, we talked about it before practice and they got together after practice and planned the whole practice out. And then we went out and executed it the next day. And, uh, it was fun it's, it's, as a coach. Those are the, it's kind of like being a parent, right? When you see your, your kid kind of take the next step, you know, and it's like, uh, you see the growth, you get excited as a parent, same thing as a coach, you know, it's just exciting to see these guys, come together, hold each other accountable and push the culture forward. It's been fun, but yeah, we're excited. You know, we'll play whenever they say we can play. It's probably going to be Monday unless we take some kind of direct hit here and everybody's without power or something like that. Something that causes the situation to change, but no matter what, we'll be ready to go. So you mentioned got that first district win, uh, Lake Nona defeating the Cypress Creek bears two Fridays ago, 28 to zero. Uh, run through that first half of that game you know obviously Cypress Creek came in undefeated 3 and 0 i'm sure they had a lot of uh anticipation of, of starting the season 4 and 0 for the very first time you know Lake Nona comes in there i believe Lake Nona's record is perfect against the bears i believe and i have to go back and look at some history for that but um you know take me through that game you guys came over there um and and you you took care of the business offensively really balanced i saw aj miller had 148 yards on eight completions two touchdowns uh danny savalas 106 yards on the ground with a touchdown 
our our player of the week, who's we'll talk to in a few minutes, had two interceptions. Um, you know, just an overall great team effort. And I know that you you shared with me that you probably felt you could have scored a lot more points based upon some of the field conditions. But um, talk a little bit about the victory over Cypress. Yeah, it was a great team win. I thought all three phases complemented each other. Um, you know, special teams was somewhat limited in terms of field condition. Uh, we went for two most of the time. It was going to be a wet ball. You know, you just take a step and you sink. I remember we all took our second step onto the field and we our feet were soaked and covered underwater. And at that point, you just like, all right, your whole mind just changes, right? It's like, this is going to be a slug fest, mud ball, get over trying to be pretty and all that stuff and just be ready to grounded pound and complete as many passes when you need them and take care of the football. Who really was going to come down to who took care of the football is going to have a chance to win, right? So we just kind of, we kind of knew the field conditions could be that way. I don't think that any of us expected them to be that dramatically uh, (laughs) tough, but yeah, we overcame it. Guys played well. Uh, I don't think we finished as many drives as we wanted to there in the first half. It was still kind of a game there, but we did, we were able to steal a touchdown right before halftime, completed a long pass to Gibson down the sideline in a end of half situation there to kind of get up by two scores. And then we kind of goofed around there in the third quarter. We had a couple of good drives, but we didn't finish them. We had a holding penalty that brought back a long run. And we kind of puttered there on a, a fourth and short, I think. It was a fourth and short we didn't get, so we turned the ball over there on the plus 40. So those two things were kind of frustrating because I felt like if we would have scored there in the third quarter, we could have gotten, got them to lay down a little earlier. But we didn't do that. They kept fighting. Defense kept us in the game there when we were not not scoring on drives. And then... Offense got going in the fourth quarter and put up two more touchdowns. And, and that, some of that was because of the defense giving us a short field. So it was complimentary football. You know, it was a, a fun experience seeing the team in all three phases be successful and overcome the conditions. But, yeah, they were 3-0, and uh, they they got a solid team. It's one of the better Cypress Creek teams I've seen on film in a little while. And they got some good athletes over there. I, I expect them to bounce back and win a few more football games before this whole thing's said and done. Uh, so no disrespect to them, but yeah, we felt like on a dry field, we could have maybe put up some more points, but you know, they might've put up some points too, you know, if, it, if all things were even on a dry field. So we'll never know. It wasn't dry, but our boy, uh, Isaiah Fulton, he had himself a game and, uh, looking forward to talking to him here in the next segment. Just a reminder, you're listening to Exit 13 Sports, Coach Robinson's show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. You can call and ask Coach a question at 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. We're going to take a quick break, but after the break, we'll talk to our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Dr. Von der Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. 
4114. Oh my gosh, look at your nails. Who did them? Organic Nails and Spa on Narcusia across from the high school. Wow. They are always so attentive, experienced, and friendly. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Their professional staff knows how to give me the attention I deserve. Absolutely. And they only use products that are environmentally friendly. Really? Call Organic Nails and Spa today for your appointment, 407-270-5080. Across the street from Lake Nona High on Narcusi. Call 407-270-5080. This is Lions Country. Nona.fm. Hi, it's Curtis. Join me 6 till 10 a.m. on Tuesday. We're going to continue to be tracking Hurricane Ian as it moves closer and closer to Florida. Also, we're going to have Dr. Vonda Wright, a recent interview excerpt with her tomorrow morning 6 till 10 a.m and also ford is unable to produce new trucks because of a very unique item that's missing we'll tell you about it that's tuesday morning 6 till 10 here on nona.fm we are back with the exit 13 sports coach robinson show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon dr vonda wright join the conversation at 407-553-NONA now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back. We're live here at the Nona.fm studios, at the town center over here in Lake Nona, just next to Bosphorus, Park Pizza, and Boxy Park. We hope to be back next week live at Lime Fresh Mexican Grill right off of Narcusi Road, which brings us to our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week, defensive back Isaiah Fulton. How's it going, Isaiah? What's good, Coach? Doing good, doing good. Congratulations to you for being named the Lime Fresh Mexican Grill. Wish we could be there at the restaurant. Um, One of the things that they've been doing is supporting the Player of the Week with a gift card, so we'll be sure to get that for you. Um, you Thank you, thank you. Between now and next week, uh, I'm sure Coach will get get that to you. But huge game two weeks ago against Cypress Creek uh, in that 28-0 victory on defense. Two interceptions. Uh, I think I counted three pass deflections, four total tackles. Um, you know, so congratulations to you on that great game. Uh, talked a little bit about you know we've had two offensive players of the week. Now we get somebody on the defense, which is always important because you know sometimes the defense doesn't get that recognition that they deserve. But you know, I think you had an amazing game against Cypress Creek, and um, I actually played cornerback when I played football, so it's oh, really? it's actually really cool to me that that you. Uh, what school you went to? I went to Colonial High School oh. back in the back in the nineties. <laughs> Well, I can say this. Well, in the 90s, it was like one of five or six schools, right? Back then, y'all was good, right? Well, I can say my senior year, we went to the state playoffs for the first time in 30 years, and they Jeez. haven't been back since. So I can always, <laughs> uh, I can always hold that as my, uh, my, um, my high school recognition that we went to the playoffs. And people are like, Colonial went to the playoffs? And we're like, yeah. It's the one and only time in like, what, 50 years. So Did you play with our old coach, uh, Diesel? He, I think he I did. Actually, he was a year behind me. So, yeah. oh, so he played. Uh, he was the backup quarterback, um, all the way up until his senior year, and he actually had a you know super yeah, super yeah. senior year. Yeah. Um, but uh, this kid Jose Loriano was our quarterback. We had a new coach my tenth grade year. So my tenth grade year we went one and nine. Then we went <laughs> two and eight my sophomore or my junior year, and I actually broke my neck playing football when I was a junior uh, playing DB. Yeah. 
And then my senior year, we went seven and three and made the state playoffs. Uh, we had to go down to Santa Lucis. Uh, I forget what school we played down there, and we kind of got spanked. But uh, it was a really cool experience, you know, to go to the playoffs. It was know. a good comeback story, right? There. Yeah, it was awesome. So, but uh, so talk a little bit about you know your game against Cypress Creek. You guys go in; they're they're undefeated, three and zero. What was the mentality of you and your teammates as you you know traveled over there to the the woods, as they call it, um, to take on the Bears? Well, this game, definitely a muddy game, so I'm just thinking, like, you got to put a hard hat because they finna just run the ball. I, I wasn't thinking they finna throw the ball because the rain, the mud, like, we had to wipe our shoes on the sideline every time we came off the field, so it was it was a lot. But our defense definitely came together. We worked together. We was talking, communicating. So once that started clicking, we kept getting the offensive ball, and they, they did their job. So it was it was pretty easy. That's the first shutout of the year, right? It was. Um, shouldn't have been, but it was. But we had, uh, to start it all off, the first pick you had was unbelievable. Oh, the, yeah. the guy kind of got behind you, and then you yeah. got, you had to work really hard to get back in the phase there. The ball was a little underthrown. He was mm-hmm. able to get his hand on it. But then he made this unbelievable, as he turned his head, he started, he got, you must have got a glimpse of the football, and he just made this unbelievable reach back with one hand and kind of cupped it and pulled it in. But in the as as he's doing that, he's sliding away from the ball because his momentum was still carrying him, you know, yeah. up the field. I couldn't believe he caught. It. I didn't think there was a chance in heck he was going to be able to pull that ball in. I was just happy it was going to get broke up, and uh, he was able to reel that in. That just gave us the juice there to get the game going. We I think our the second play or the first play right after that we went on a play action shot and, and was able to hit it and take it all the way down to the one. So. Those two plays back to back really got us off the to a quick start there. That play was kind of crazy because I thought I had safety help and I was supposed to get like under it and watch the flats and all that. Uh, I saw him come off the uh, motion. He stuttered, and then ran out, jammed him. Then it's like something didn't look right. I'm like, I'm not guarding nobody. I turn around, he's wide open, so I'm just just hustling, hustling. And then I saw his hands go up, so I just played through the ball and then somehow I just tipped it to myself. Yeah, but, it was nice. Yeah. It was so I remember the the competition that we had within our team, you know, offense, defense. Do you guys have some of that going on over there uh, at practice? Definitely. You know, competing, uh, you Definitely. know, making plays. So it, it's nice that, that we got a defensive player of the week. So now AJ and uh, Timmons. Um, Timmons can 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 hear it from you. So make sure that, that you start <laughs> yeah. talking trash. Definitely competition in practice, man. We Most of the players play both ways. So we just, whoever on one side, whatever on the other side, we just going to keep working, especially on one-on-ones. That's when it really gets hype. Yeah, one-on-ones when, when it gets a little rowdy out there. Can't, so You can't hide in one-on-ones. Oh, you can't. Everybody <laughs> looking at you, oh, you already know. You already know it's going to happen. So when we when I played, we were talking about my days in at Colonial. I would say my football coach then brought brought a passing game that you know wasn't really um, popular back in the mid '90s. You know, most teams ran. You know, we had a bunch of teams run the wing T. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lake Branley at the time. I don't know if they still do. Ran the the wishbone, and you know, obviously as college has changed, college game. You know, more passing. Uh, upbeat or up-paced offenses, you know, no huddle. Um, it's gotten into high school where, you know, teams are throwing. You have quarterbacks that are, you know, slinging the ball around. You know, we've had uh, a few here at Lake Nona. As a cornerback, I think that's got to change uh, the style of player that's that's playing, you know, 
corner defensive back safety maybe you know free safety where back in the day you you needed a guy that could could cover you know third down and long or obvious passing down was a good tackler but now you know the way the game's changed um how do you think the players who are playing secondary and defensive back have had to change you know in the way their their skill sets are you know and, and you can talk about isaiah specifically as well as you know everybody you've seen you've seen in college obviously as mm -hmm. as a college assistant coach um i would imagine that the secondary is almost um probably one of the most important positions in this high school game that's changed so much over, yeah, I think, over the last 10 but, years you know isaiah plays a lot of safety so you know he's he's really the quarterback over on defense really you know he's getting some in and out of the right calls in the secondary and making the formational adjustments or adjustments to motion so, you know, he has to understand the whole picture, and uh, he's done a good job of learning that. You know, he's definitely one of our key veteran guys back there, and not just a leader physically, but a leader mentally too, you know, and he's done a good job with that. But I think another thing that's helped our guys specifically is cross-training with the offense. So Fulton, CJ, uh, Dylan Jones, Timmons, TY, they've all gotten reps on offense and allow us to have some depth over there at receiver. But the reciprocal effect of that is they get the understanding of when a, a receiver cheats in, he's either trying to get across the field or he's moving in so he can run an outbreaking route or understanding route progression or run understanding releases and what the offense is trying to do to them. And I think that's sped up some of their ability to see and react to things on defense. So that's been a good crossover effect from, from that. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think when we played, a lot more teams were run heavy and they're going to ground a pound, and there's still some of that out there. You know, we'll play Boone, and it'll probably be 85% run, you know, especially if there's any type of weather situation. I watched them play Dr. Phillips last week, and they ran the ball probably 90% of the time. Uh, they're going to try and run it down your throat, control the ball, play defense, and make you play them all four quarters. And uh, we understand that, you know, we're not that different. We do probably sling it a little more than Boone does, but we've been probably a little more run heavy this year than we have wanted to be. But some of that's been weather dictated. And then also, you know, we've just been kind of limited in terms of uh, guys being healthy at times and stuff. So we're, we're trying to move it into being a little more um, balanced and run past. But until we get there, you know, we're going to just keep playing good defense and, and try to control the ball as well. But yeah, I think, you know, you, you're just seeing across the board too better athletes, right? Mm -hmm. Like these guys are training year round yeah. at certain positions and at certain, uh, in certain sports. Now we're going to push our guys to play multiple sports and we're going to be a big advocate for that. But, um, nationwide, you're seeing a lot of specialization, right? In particular positions in sports. So I think that's dictated some of the change as well. And then also what they're doing in college, right? You know, a lot of high school coaches are trying to mirror some of that because they want colleges to be able to see their kids doing that so that they can be more recruitable. Right. You know, it's tough to, if you run a pro style offense, you're not recruiting a quarterback most likely that's handing the ball off a hundred times a game, you know, lined up in a wing T situation. Now you may, if you've seen him at camp and stuff and you think this guy's, got the skill set to come in here and compete and, and transfer his skills into our system. But for the most part, you're if you're recruiting, you're looking for somebody that can already do somewhat of what you're doing and then how that would fit into your system. So, yeah, I see it continuing to kind of be that way. You always have some old school coaches out there like we're running single wing and that gives us the best chance to win every week. And 
there's still some of that out there, but I think for the most part, everybody's transitioned to emulating what they see at the next level because that helps kids get recruited. Right. And I know that scoring points is uh, flashy and, you know, gets you lots of people watching and uh, lots of highlight reels, but, you know, definitely on the defensive side, it's important to, to, uh, to have those highlights as well. So any next level opportunities for you, Isaiah? Uh, definitely. I definitely want more offers, more exposure to colleges. And like, I want to also break the high school's record for interceptions. I'm like, I'm at six, I think, and I need 10 for career. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to do. And definitely. You know who had 10? Was it Medi? Um, ah, who was it? Medi Elitrach. Joey. uh, I think it was Joey. I'd have to check that one out. I know Medi Elitrach. Check the board. Please. He should have had three last game, but old T.Y. Yeah. came in there. Oh, to steal. I don't even want to talk. <laughs> no, that, that hurt, bro. I'm T-Y. like, I was T-Y, like, T-Y, where you at, bro? For real, Tommy, if you watching you, this. You owe Isaiah a pick. For real. <laughs> I, I told him, too. I said, bro, they finna throw it again. It was like fourth down. I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm cheating this route. Yeah. I said, I'm cheating the route. Just stay over there. I run over there. Hands going up. I just see T.Y. just come in here and knock it down. Yeah, he couldn't resist. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just on the ground. I'm just looking at him like. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> come on. That was tied the record for uh, interceptions in the game, too. Yeah. Same thing happened last year and when we played Oviedo. I had two going for the third one. I think, nah, I think that one's my fault. I think I dropped it. <laughs> but, yeah, I could have tied that one. But, hey, just, just making plays is just what I got to do. So That's awesome. Well, we like to give the player of the week an opportunity to, to give some love to all those people who supported him. Um, so this is just an opportunity to give a little shout out to some some uh, supporters of yours, whether it be family, uh, your um, teammates, coaches, anybody that's been a big big part of your success. Uh, this is your opportunity to do that. All right. Um, first, I want to start off with my mom and dad. Always been helping me. Dad always encouraged me. What no matter what, lose, win, no matter if I have a good game or a bad game, he always knows. He tells me the truth. And always makes me better. I also want to thank my mom. She's always supporting me. And I always know that no matter what, it's going to be good eventually. I want to thank Coach J-Rob. Believe in me. Giving me exposure into the game. Teaching me new things that I never learned from last year. And new coaching and all that stuff. And also Coach Lindsey. Coach Lindsey. <laughs> he a funny dude. He's a funny dude. But at the end of the day, he going to make you work. He going to definitely make you better. Because I wasn't even a DB when I came to high school. I was a receiver. And he turned me to a DB. And definitely got a lot a lot better. A lot better. Well, that's awesome. Well, we've been list- uh, talking with Isaiah Fulton. He's our Lime Fresh Mexican Grill Player of the Week. You are listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. You can call and talk to Coach at 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. Um, congratulations to you again. And, thank you, uh, thank we'll you. be sure to give you that gift card uh, from Lime for being the Player of the Week. And we wish you well. This Definitely coming, coming back, week. though. Just letting you know. Right. <laughs> Definitely coming back. Uh, we wish you well this week against Boone as well as uh, the remainder of the season. So um, this is David Grimm here with Coach Robinson. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
At Noir the Nail Bar of Lake Nona, we tell amazing stories with nails. Nails are our passion. For a special event or if you just want to look good every day, Noir the Nail Bar can design your nails to reveal your beauty. Come in, relax with a variety of refreshments, manicure, pedicure, and waxing. Find us just south of Laureate Park Boulevard on Narcuzzi. For an appointment, call 407-313-3122. That's 407-313-3122. Voice Connects is a cloud-based telephone system built for today's Florida business. Developed for the work-from-home world with the ability to communicate anywhere. Florida-based staff provide complete setup, training, and ongoing support. Voice Connects is easy to use, feature-rich, and future-proof. Save up to 65% over traditional business telephone service. Request a free no-obligation communications consultation today. Call 321-800-3888 or visit voiceconnects.com. Playing a better variety of music. Nona.fm. Pristine Spas, voted the number one day spa. For a limited time, we are offering a Swedish massage or signature facial for just $55 with trained and licensed spa professionals. Our philosophy is to create a unique experience while giving your mind and body a fresh start you deserve. Call Pristine Spas Lake Nona today at 407-800-6444. That's 407-800-6444. Or visit us on the web at pristinespas.com. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NOTA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back. Uh, we're the Coach Robinson, Coach Jason Robinson. That Isaiah was pretty cool, man. Seems like a really good kid. Isaiah is an amazing human being, man. We we got a bunch of them. I know I say that every week. I was gonna say every every we player of the week great, we've had some has great been people awesome in kids. our program, man. It's been they're fun to be around. But he he's great, yeah. And he kind of he let his personality out a little bit today on this on this show. He's <laughs> usually a pretty laid back guy, pretty reserved. But it was no, fun that's to see good. Him. We want them to be themselves when they come on here. We're absolutely we're absolutely no one serious. Uh, nah. Definitely not professional doing this. We're just uh, about recognizing kids and some the, guys the talking programs. ball baby that's right so i uh, just want to remind you you are listening to the exit 13 sports coach robinson show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon dr vonda Wright. you can call coach and talk to him and ask him a question 407-553 nona that's 407-553-6662 and we do want to remind you that dr vonda Wright is actually having her open house that's uh, I think it's like almost like a grand opening of her yeah. orthopedic uh, office, which is housed in the Lake Nona Performance Club just next to the town center. It's going to be this Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m., uh, Suite 300 again. Uh, I would imagine that's a, that's a weather permitting. Tentative. Tentative. Uh, it's on until it's off. Right. So <laughs> um, we're so happy that she's a, a big supporter of our show and uh, joins us from time to time to talk a little bit about orthopedic sports medicine. Um, so I'm sure she'll be with us here soon. But we uh, just wanted to make sure we talked about that. Again, that's going to be this Thursday at the Lake Nona Performance Club from 4 to 6 p.m. Suite 300. Um, and that's Dr. Vonda Wright's open house of her orthopedic office. So, uh, you know, we talk about varsity often, but, you know, with the weather and, uh, you know, some of the issues that have you know, 
been put on the JV and the, the freshman games. Um, we wanted to make sure we talked a little bit about them during this segment. Um, they're slated to, to host Boone this Thursday, but obviously with yeah, the news getting, of, that's gonna get moved. <laughs> with the news of school being canceled yeah. uh, Wednesday and Thursday in Orange County, um, that game's gonna get moved. But you know, this past week the JV beat, uh, which is historically a really strong you know sub varsity program, Timber Creek Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, twelve to seven. So, did you make it over there to watch that game? Oh yeah, yeah. Over our whole staff. So our whole staff coaches freshmen and JV as well. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we all coach them up. We got fifteen coaches in our staff, and we uh, we just divide up for those for those games. And it's also a chance for us to we rotate who's the head coach, who's the coordinators, and all that. So everybody's getting a chance to negotiate with the referees and say i bet the the officials love having the varsity coaches out there on a thursday yeah they'd be uh telling us to relax a lot but (laughs) but hey man we're gonna everybody's holding us to the fire we're gonna hold you to the fire it's football right right and and the thing is is we want to create that feeling for our players that this is as serious for us as it is for them right like uh a lot of times you get programs will kind of kick it into relax mode you know on these things and there might be some varsity coaches out there but they'll let the other coach yeah. you know their other sub varsity staff kind of do their thing and we don't want to do that we want we want our players to feel like it's just as important as a friday night game for us with them you know and we're going to coach them just as hard with the same intensity and we're using the same terminology and the same coaching styles and teaching the same drills so that when they are uh when it's ready when they're ready to, for them to come up you know they there's no relearning something or having to overcome some gap in in the communication process but also they we they get that intensity where we're you know we're coaching them hard you know we're coaching our butts off and they're and they're trying to play their butts off and we're all getting after it in these sub varsity games so but it's also a way to develop our coaching staff too you know because we have guys that want to eventually be head coaches and coordinators and and move up through the ranks um which is a normal thing we want that we want people that want that want to be that at some point so this is a chance for them to get a exposure in that process as well so it's been good you know everybody's responded we kind of got a little ranking system in amongst the staff like who's one as the head coach like who's got who's their standings and everything so it's been kind of fun to to mess around with that as well but the kids have responded man our freshman team so here's our situation so we got five or six freshman players that are like they they're for all intent and purposes they're too good to be on the freshman team like they're up but to round out our freshman team, every other game, one or two will play down so that the freshman team has a little bit of an equal, equalness to, mm-hmm. to talent. And also they have, you know, we have a little depth issue there on some of the positions. So we round that out. So one game, two or three guys will play up. The next game, two or three guys will play the freshman version on that week. And it gives them a chance to kind of switch roles too. So like on JV, we have a, a lot of running backs for us on freshman some of those running backs are up on JV. Even we have JJ plays on varsity. So one of them will go down and, and that gives them, you know, a chance to get the ball 20, 25 times and get a bunch of carries and get the experience. And then when they come up to JV, you know, maybe they're a 10 carry that night guy. So it's kind of given us a chance to develop that way as well. And it's been good. Now, one of our best players in the, in the program is Carter Emanuel, right? And he's a quarterback. <laughs> So you have JJ and Carter who are freshmen and but they're on varsity. So you take both of them play quarterback. JJ's can play quarterback, but he's really kind of just an athlete. 
And then Carter is definitely a quarterback. And then so that depleted the freshman quarterback situation. Yeah. So we had to create more quarterbacks. So we had Stokes and we got Cop Lee who were playing receiver. And we were like, look, you guys are going to have to learn quarterback. You know, are you up for it? And they're like, sure, we don't know what we're doing, but, you know, I'm down for touching the ball every play. Right. right? So we knew Stokes and Cop Lee were good enough athletes. It's just how fast can they pick it up? It's been unbelievable how far they've come in a short amount of time. So Stokes actually is running around. You know, you can see the athleticism, but he's actually really starting to hone in on some of this quarterback technique. He's standing there completing passes. Cop Lee missed a game uh, for injuries, but he came back this last week and he gets in in the, in the key part in third quarter. Stokes had to come out. I don't know. He lost his helmet or he was cramping or something. I don't know. So Cop Lee goes in and he, like, he had been out there the whole time. Like, no big deal. Boom, hands the ball off, completes a pass. We're motioning dudes. Like, no, like, no big deal. He, he held his water. It was beautiful. And, uh, and he took us down and, and we end up scoring in that drive. So it's been fun to, like, see these guys get it you know and like man it's it's really it's exciting because if you know if those guys stay with it for four years they're gonna have a chance to be you know they can play anywhere like copley you can play he started out as receiver he could play db he's a really good athlete stokes is a got a chance to be an elite athlete could play anywhere on the field so whether they make it at quarterback or not is irrelevant they're getting a chance to touch the ball every play and be key key guys in the program so it's been fun to watch their maturation process I think it's really cool that you know you're investing in the the sub varsity programs as a full staff because I think it you know it sends a good message to the kids, but I think it also sends a good message to the parents, you know, because the parents are going to be your number one supporter or they're going to be, you know, the opposite of that. So I think you know investing in their kids is 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 a really nice message to send to them, especially early on in their program because you you have the luxury of of getting them first, especially those ninth grade kids that come mm-hmm. in to the school. It's usually the first sport they have an opportunity to play. Um, so I think that's that's an awesome thing. It kind of reminds me back when I was coaching at Freedom, uh, we were playing a game and, um, you know, kind of, you know, you want them to have fun as a coaching staff and to kind of throw something new. And we each got a series. Um, each coach got their own play script, everything. And it was kind of like a competition to see who could score first, or right. in the in the least amount of plays. So I remember that was a lot of fun uh, when we did that um, back when I was at Freedom High School. So, <clears throat> well, it's good that the you know JV team's been successful. I think you said uh, yeah, JV's two and zero. Freshmen uh, haven't won a game yet, but. Some of the most of them have been a part of a victory because a big group of them played up on that first JV Against game when we had that um, same you know doubleheader on that yeah. Friday night deal. So yeah, the freshman team is pretty raw. You know, there's a good group of um, guys that are playing football for the first time mm-hmm. or playing contact football for the first time, and then you got a couple guys are still there from the youth league, and then but a good portion of them are playing up on JV as well. So it's kind of that the class is big, but it's splinter spread out throughout the three programs. So during a freshman game, it can kind of seem like, well, you know, for such a big class, they should be a better group in terms of the overall product. But what you're seeing is those guys are spread out. And then you're seeing, you know, raw, you know, a bunch of guys playing football for the first time, like Rodney Stokes or uh, Jordan Stokes is playing quarterback first time in his life. Uh, Copley playing quarterback first time in his life. 
I think Copley is playing contact football for the first time in his life. So there's a lot, like, that's a hard thing to do. Like, never play football. Now you're a quarterback, hardest position in sports. And um, you try to go do that at a, at a high level and be successful with a freshman offensive line in front of you. That can be a, a tough task. So there's a lot of learning going on. I think um, as we refine this process over the next couple of years, the overall freshman product will continue to get better and better in terms of that group, you know, stand on their own and compete week to week. But they're playing hard, man. I, I'm Yes, they haven't won a game yet, but they're playing their butts off. And you see the growth from game to game. And and they're competing like, you know, outside of a couple mistakes that turned the ball over or whatever and gave Timber Creek a chance to shorten their field and get a couple of cheap scores here in this last game Thursday. The freshmen right there, they played them even other than that. So we just got a couple more things to continue to refine with them. But they're they're very close to turning the corner. I definitely see them turning the corner soon. The JV team's been doing really well, so excited for them as well. Well, let's hope that the the schedule is able to be filled out. You know, obviously with the weather issues, and now we have, uh, you know, hurricane. Yeah, we'll get we'll get the games back. Season might go a little longer than normal for JV, maybe a week longer, but we'll get them in. Yeah, we're committed to these guys getting the chance to play football. You know, we're gonna do whatever we can to make that happen. That's good. That's good. Well, you're listening to Exit Thirteen Sports, Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by Orthopedic Sports Surgeon. Dr. Vonda Wright, just remember you can dial 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. We're also live at Nona.fm. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Dr. Vonda Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. 407-965-4114. Suffering from allergies, fatigue, stress, and anxiety? Irritated or acne-prone skin? Lightly salted is Lake Nona's premier salt room and holistic wellness spa. Salt rooms are a modern take on respiratory therapy that's hundreds of years old. Breathe, relax, renew in one of their havens of Himalayan salt as a state-of-the-art halo generator fills the space with pure medical-grade salt. Lightly Salted offers a variety of other rejuvenating services like infrared sauna, acupuncture, massage, sound therapy, Reiki, and fire cupping. Help your body combat seasonal allergies or cold and flu season with a respiratory reset. 14 days of unlimited salt for just $79. This and other packages, memberships, and a la carte offerings available on their website at LightlySaltedSpa.com. And... Just click membership and pricing. That's lightlysaltedspa.com. Nona.fm music variety. Better Nona, better you. The 1960s. Let the word go forth. Now is the time. Ladies and gentlemen. And the 1970s. People have got to know whether or not their presidents are crook. They're being held hostage. Two of the most influential decades of the 20th century. I'm Stephen Stone, and each week we'll relive those magical musical memories with the artists that made them and a whole lot more. Join me for the Stone Man Dance Party every Saturday night from 6 to 9 p.m. right here on Nona.fm. Music variety, better Nona, better you. 
We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we are back. It's the Coach Robinson Show on Exit 13 Sports, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon, Dr. Vonda Wright. You can call at 407-553-NONA. That's 407-553-6662. I am David Grimm. We're here with Coach Jason Robinson, head football coach of the Lake Nona High School Lions. And we're talking a little bit of football here on this Monday night. Uh, getting ready for Hurricane, was it, I don't, is it Ian? I think you say Ian. Ian? Sometimes they say weird names like Ian or... I think I it's know. Ian. This takes me back to 2004 when... Uh, I was coaching Charlie. football, and Charlie came, and then it was that like was one thing after another. I yeah. think we missed like almost four weeks of school total. Yeah, that thing came right up Highway 27, just took out the whole infrastructure in the middle of the state. It was tough. Yeah, I was watching. Um, there's a there's a there's a young man. Well, not a young man, but uh, a guy here in the Lake Nona area. His name's Tim Whalen. He, he we were talking about Mike's weather page, right? Yeah. So Tim kind of has his own uh, Facebook page. It's called T Dubs tropical trajectories i think is what it's called nice. uh, but he kind of does the same thing as as mike's weather page but he showed an image earlier today that kind of showed uh where ian uh, started developing and then the path um and kind of looked very similar to the way charlie's um path kind of where it's where it kind of formed and then the path as it came up uh down like punta gorda area yeah that would be i don't think anybody would be in favor of that path happening again you know, I've lived here my whole life, and I remember, you know, as I was a kid, a couple times they said a hurricane was coming, and, you know, it'd maybe be cloudy out that, that day, a little bit of rain, a little mm-hmm. bit of wind, and then uh, ever since 2004, it's just like a whole nother world. It's heated up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting into that conversation, though. <laughs> For whatever reason, <laughs> uh, hurricanes are a little bit more prevalent these days, but... um so anyways, so for those of you who don't know, Orange County Public Schools uh, did make an announcement this afternoon. Uh, starting tomorrow, all extracurricular activities after school are canceled, uh, except for after school care. Uh, that'll be open until 6 o'clock. And then all schools are closed Wednesday and Thursday uh, for Hurricane Ian. Uh, there is no announcement yet on Friday. However, um, that does affect the the JV and the freshman games. They were supposed to play Boone um, on Thursday. As of right now, the game's still on for Friday, but m- good chance that changes just because of the ability to practice and prepare um, for the games. But we'll talk a little bit about the Boone Braves as uh, the Lions travel to take on, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, District Foe uh, in the Boone Braves. Boone lost last week uh, to Dr. Phillips. Uh, in a close game, I think it was. It was, yeah, um, real close. So they're zero and one in district play. You guys are one and zero. No, Boone's one and zero as well. They beat Freedom. Okay, D- yeah, DP's not a district game. Okay, so they beat Freedom in week four, same week we played Cypress Creek. So even more implications yeah, in this so game. So it's a battle for first place. Yeah, it's a big one. So your district, correct me if I'm wrong, Cypress Creek, Freedom, Lake Nona, Boone, and then there's one more team. In yeah, there. Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, historically a great program over there. Andy Johnson's done a good job since he mm-hmm. since he went over from Freedom High School. Um, his kids always are, are are fundamentally sound, play hard. 
Um, I know he's got some some really good players over there. So, what do you expect of the Braves when you when you go travel to Boone um, Friday, Monday, or whenever the game's going to take place? Um, you know, what's your what's your plan at offensively, defensively? Um, you know, and what do you what do you need to happen from your kids uh, to help lead to success? Yeah, I think you know they're going to be a run first outfit. You know, they're going to be a physical group, and they're going to be you know, flying to the flying to the ball. So I think we have to match that energy and that physicality. You know, there has to be a commitment to stop the run. You know, we have to be proactive and not reactive in that regard. You know, we got to be physical at the line of scrimmage, and we've got to fill gaps. We got to stay in our lanes. We got to stay in our gaps, and we got to be gap sound in terms of alignment, assignment, and making plays. You know, and, and if we can slow their run game down and push, you know, force them into passing situations. That's going to be an advantage for us. I think, you know, our secondary is pretty good. And, um, I think we, we've shown that throughout the season, we were able to turn teams over and, and force them into mistakes. But we have up to this point struggled with the run at some, at some times, you know, at some points legacy got, got us pretty good there early on in that game. They can kind of control the ball and time o'clock time of possession for a little while there and then uh you know winter park obviously ran the ball pretty well on us there in the first game so we've gotten better throughout the season but this is just going to be one of those games where everybody's gonna have to put their body on the line and and sell out to to make plays here you know that you're playing for the potential to win a district championship you know whoever wins this game would be in the driver's seat with two more district games to play down the stretch uh, and you would control your own destiny. So you definitely want, don't want to be the team with the one loss, and then you, uh, you're hoping the other team falters at some point, and you, they'd also have to falter potentially twice in order to get the to overcome the tiebreaker, right? Because head to head would be the first tiebreaker. So yeah, it's tough. Like whoever loses this game is definitely in the you know rear, rear view mirror, looking looking up, hoping somebody makes a mistake. So. Yeah, back in the day, you know, the the district champion obviously went to the playoffs and the district runner up also qualified for the playoffs, but that's since changed. Right. District champ automatically gets a bid. Right. But then they go to the rankings, right? Right. Yeah, it's just uh RPI, strength of schedule, craziness, algorithms, you know, sci fi stuff. So <laughs> you know, you got twelve teams, seven and three, and they're all like, Why aren't we in? you know, and some teams six and four, they're in because they played a tougher schedule, you know. It's just like sometimes it don't make sense but it is what we're playing with and the rules we're playing by so at this point you know we have a chance to control our own destiny and that is ultimately what you want you know anytime you're competing you want to be able to chance to have a chance to control your destiny so here we are we have the opportunity it's going to be important for us to show up and play our best game of the season to give ourselves a chance to win i know boom will do the same you know everybody understands what's at stake here and what's on the line so It'll be, uh, I expect it to be a physical slugfest. You know, if we can keep it, you know, in a close game, I, c- I could see it being a low scoring game with whoever has the ball late in the fourth quarter having a chance to win. I could see it being that kind of game. So we'll see what happens, man. I know our kids are excited to play. We just got to keep trying to get these practices in so we can be ready, you know, with the scheme and everything. But yeah. Yeah. Every th- everyone's going to face. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to practice tomorrow at 5 a.m. since we can't practice after school. Are you? Yeah, so everybody's uh, going to bed early tonight, and we'll go out there early tomorrow. We're fully committed to getting a practice in and being as ready as we can be whenever they tell us we can play. So 
Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of practice we'll have at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Something we haven't done here yet. I've done it before at other places. Uh, we actually used to do them on Thursdays. I don't know if you ever, ever done that before. Have the Thursday walkthrough walk through before school. That way everybody can... Uh, Makes sense. You can go home. Varsity guys can go yeah. home, get caught up on some homework, and then the staff can JV focus freshman. their energy on, on the other games. Yeah. So we kind of got into that over at Eastridge. It was, uh, it was good. Like it stinks getting up, but then once it's done, you're like, oh, that's done for the day, you know. And you can turn your energy on to yeah. the other. I stuff, think so. tomorrow it'll be like uh, a novelty, so the kids will probably be jacked and, oh, yeah. and look, doing that. Look, look, I gave them Tuesday off last week, and they were a lot more upset about it. Like, no, man, we need to be practicing. You know, like they they didn't understand the recovery part. They just right. want to keep time equals better, you know, and. Um, so I'd you know talk a couple of them off the ledge like all right this is why we're this is why we're not practicing today we're, we're this is about recovery right. and and getting caught up and, and giving yourself a chance to be at peak physical position you know when we get get going next week again so but it's fun you know like anytime your kids are upset you're not practicing I think you're you got the right makeup right so it's been good yeah that's good stuff well it's cool because uh, you know we we were just talking about it and we want to make sure we announce it. Uh, we've been trying to plan out the the opportunity to stream our games on Friday nights uh, here on Nona.fm. Um, we've had to go through, through some some of the the red tape, whether it be on the district level, state level. Um, but we're we're excited to announce that um, just got permission and granted the opportunity to start streaming. Uh, Friday Night Lights uh, live on Nona.fm. So we're excited about that opportunity. And um, obviously we've been doing the coaches show uh, thanks to the support of Dr. Vonda Wright. And we're looking forward to the opportunity to stream Friday Night Football. Um, this is going to be for anybody that's uh, maybe out of town. You got family and friends that mm -hmm. you want to be able to listen to the game. Maybe you're you're on the road for whatever reason. You have an opportunity to, to tune into Nona.fm to watch or excuse me, to listen to the game. So we're looking forward to that opportunity. And what's that mean to you as a head football coach to have just more exposure to your program and uh, the, the potential to, to have a larger reach um, for your team? Yeah, this is huge, right? The, I know everybody's kind of like been desensitized to my uh, hype on, on this thing because I've been saying big news around the corner, big news coming soon. Right. And everybody's like, all right, well, what's the big news? Like it hasn't happened. And mostly because it's just been, you know, dotting all the I's and crossing the yeah. T's here and getting the county approval and all that stuff. So took a little longer than we were hoping for, but now it's done. So we're just really excited to partner with you guys and push this thing to another level. I think it's awesome to have a, the resource, but when you can partner with the resources and your program and, now you have more exposure for the kids. You have a chance for the families who are out of town to be able to listen to the games. I know there's been a big request for that. And we don't know where this could go, right? At some point, maybe this could turn into actually having the game shot and then using the Nona FM as the, the vocal part of that and, and having it, you know, adding the, the, the ability to see the game as well, dimension part to the, to the whole thing. So we don't know where this is going to end up, but we know this is a big first step. There's not a lot of the not a lot of programs here, not no CPS anyways have have this. There's only one or two. Yeah, the, the only one I know of that's had it for quite some time is Apopka. They have mm -hmm. their their radio station up there that that airs most of the Apopka athletics. Right. Um, I think I've heard Wakiva does something 
Um, but outside of that, I don't know. Yeah. Many, many other. So this is huge, right? This is, we're one of a few, if, if that, and then, um, you know, this is about the kids. Many time it's good for the kids and good for the school. It's great to see the adults not get in the way and, and push it forward and allow that space to happen, right? So this is awesome. We're excited. Thank you to everybody that played a role behind the scenes, uh, big or small, and uh, appreciate our admin over at the school working hard to make this happen um, and everybody kind of getting on the same page. And, you know, sometimes, like, when you're not quite sure what something is and it has never been, it's sometimes it can be a little scary for some people. So I think this has been a growth thing for everybody, especially when you've had a whole new admin team come in and then they're like, Hey, we're doing this. Are you in, you know, like this was already kind of emotioned. So it's been, it's been a lot, but I appreciate everybody who's played a role in helping us get this to this point. And then we're excited to have you guys in the booth, man. Yeah, it'll be a lot and, of fun. And call, call our games and be able to have that, uh, have that ability to overlap you guys onto our hype videos and everything like that. It's going to be a whole nother layer of, Oh yeah, of fun neat. that way too. So it's going to be fun, man. Media teams is growing and and uh, we're excited to be a part of it. Well, very cool. Well, um, that'll be starting here soon. We're not sure, but we'll make an announcement if it's going to be the Boone game or or maybe uh, something coming up here. But um, real excited to to stream those games on Nona.fm, and we'll probably try to throw something onto the Exit Thirteen Sports page. But um, definitely have. Um, a lot of things planned and you know like you said who knows where this can lead um not just for the lake nona community but maybe even uh in orange county so all right we're going to take one more quick break and then we have a special guest that's calling in so uh you're listening to exit 13 sports coach robinson Cyril, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon dr vonda wright uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes Dr. Von der Wright is Lake Nona's elite orthopedic sports medicine surgeon and has cared for athletes and active people for more than 20 years. University of Pittsburgh football, Pittsburgh Penguins, Olympic teams, PGA tournaments trust Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright treats active people of all ages and skill levels using minimally invasive orthopedic techniques. Located in the Lake Nona Performance Club, call today for same day, next day, and telehealth appointments at 407-965-4114. That's 407-965-4114. Keep our District 4 Commissioner, Maribel Gomez-Cordero, for Orange County Commission, District 4. Because she's working for us, improving transportation, funding public safety, protecting the environment, helping small business, defending families. And she still has so much more to do. On November 8th, please re-elect Maribel for your County Commission, District 4. Political advertisement paid for and approved. By Maribel Gomez Cordero, nonpartisan candidate for Orange County Commission, District 4. We love Maribel. This is Lions Country. Nona.fm. Have you been looking for a contractor or a service provider and can't seem to find the right people? Village Connect is the Lake Nona Moss Park business directory featuring businesses here at home. And here's something really special. On Saturday, October 8th, noon till 4, join us at the Spring of Life Church right on Moss Park Road for the new Nona Village Marketplace to find, shop, and support local. Visit us at villageconnect.life for more information. Let's support local. We are back with the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join the conversation at 407-553-NONA. 
Now here's Coach Robinson and David Grimm. You're the whole world and the world is mine. All right, we're back for our last segment. This is the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. And we're excited. We have a special guest, uh, head coach of the Lake Nona High School water polo and swim teams, Alex Bennett. Are you there? I am. How are you, David? What's up, Alex? We're so thankful that you could join us for just a couple minutes. Um you know, I wanted to bring you on here so we could, you know, share with all our listeners here at Nona.fm uh, the great news about you being elected or inducted, I should say, uh, last night into the class of 2022, uh, the FHSAA, which is the Florida High School Athletic Association uh, Hall of Fame. So congrats to you and your your entire family, your the all the programs that you have coached over the last 20 years um, give you a couple minutes just to kind of describe um, that experience and what it means to you, um, you know, as you reflect on last night's ceremony. Uh, it was awesome. It, it, it was uh, it, it was very emotional. Um, you know, having uh, you know special people there with me. Obviously, my wife and kids, and you. You were there. You, you had the opportunity to be there. Uh, and Andy, uh, you know, the, and our current principal, it, it was just, it, it was, it, it was an unbelievable experience. Uh, made me think back, you know, if, if it could be done, you know, over 25 years of coaching, uh, you know, just in a few moments, uh, while, you know, th- that ceremony was happening of all the, all the moments that, um, winning, losing, you know, uh, kids that you've had the opportunity to coach. Um, and be part of and teams that you've been part of just it just all came together on that night you know uh uh the the newspaper guy last year when when the news came out asked me about that and i said you know usually they do that when your career is over and i i feel like sometimes i've just getting started like i'm not totally at the end of my career here you know so i just thought it was pretty cool that i you know i'm healthy i was able my family was able to see that my mom was there it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, I mean the company that of the the inductees last night. You had a, a former NFL player who's now a, a U.S. congressman. Um, you had some officials who had been um, not only high school officials, but uh, you had a, we had a was a guy that was an umpire in the major leagues. Um, yeah, yeah. So just the opportunity. You look at some of the names of inductees over the last. 30 years i think they started this is like the 30th year of the fhsa hall of fame but the names that are on there and just some amazing um athletes some amazing coaches and now you're the first ever for lake nona high school and you'll forever be that and um there's maybe only a couple from orange county if i remember correctly yeah, we looked through the list uh, when, when it happened a month ago. Uh, some of the names, I, obviously, I don't know, but uh, last night reading the bios of the people that I was were inducted with, it was a pretty impressive list. And obviously, um, it's not an easy thing to be part of. So, uh, you know, uh, it's something that uh, will be there long after uh, we're all gone, you know, from hey. the world. Hey, Coach Bennett. This is Coach Robinson, football coach. How you doing? How are you, Coach? 
First of all, how are you? Yeah, great. First of all, congratulations. That's an unbelievable accomplishment. And the success you've had throughout your career has is, is been unbelievable. But to have your peers, anytime you have your peers, uh, put you on that pedestal and say, hey, man, your your career, your body of work is worthy of this. You're one of the best to ever do it. That's pretty awesome. So congratulations from that standpoint. But, I, you know, I also actually coached a little water polo, too, at one point. <laughs> uh, I will not be going into the Hall of Fame. How's your egg, how's your egg beater? Uh, okay, so <laughs> quick story, Coach. Um, so we were short a goalkeeper one day at practice, right? So I jump in the pool. I'm like, this can't be that hard. Like, I'm a pretty good athlete. This was back way better, way back when I was a better uh, athlete in my still coming out of my prime, right? Early coaching days. And uh, fo- football was my main sport coaching, right? But the vo- the water polo team didn't have a coach. Nobody wanted to do it. So AD comes up to me and is like, look, man, any chance you want to do this? And you get both supplements, right, if you do boys and girls because they practice together. I'm like, heck, yeah, I need this money. I'm all in. So I had no idea what I was doing. So one day I jumped in the pool uh, to help out and play goalkeeper. Well, within a minute, coach, I was drowning. The kids had to come pull me <laughs> off the bottom of the pool. And we play over the aquatic center, so it's a deep pool, right? There's no shallow shallow section over there. You, you either egg beat or you drown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, the, how hard the sport is is not lost on me because I've seen the type of kid that you have to have to have a successful team. We were always pretty good over there at Olympia. We always had good swim teams, so we were pretty pretty good in water polo as well. Uh, but we never won state, so that's unbelievable. What you've been able to do with the girls' team and the boys' team has had un, you know some really good success as well. Uh, I'm I'm super proud of you, Coach. You know, I know I haven't known you for a long time, but I just from a fellow coach to another coach, I know what that how how many hours you put in, how hard it is, and. Um, how hard the sport is. It takes a special kind of human being to jump in that pool and, and it takes an elite athlete. These kids are elite athletes that can sustain another person's full body weight and stay afloat. And then the things they can do with uh, their ability to swim and get off, you know, tackles and all kinds. I mean, they're basically drowning each other throughout the whole match and, they, and they're playing, uh, they're putting an unbelievable amount of energy into, to play these games. So, it's not lost on me, Coach. I'm, I'm excited for you, man. And uh football team is uh, a big fan of you guys. Hopefully we can continue to learn from you guys in terms of uh, how to be a successful, sustaining success program and have a chance to compete for a state championship at some point. But congratulations. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. I think that you're doing right. You're, you're doing good. I was out at the, the game, the last game at, at home uh, versus Olympia, I believe. Yes, yeah. sir. Was yeah. that the game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know that you had uh, been at Olympia previous, before that. I don't know. Maybe we coached uh, against each other. Where were you in 2005, 2008? He was down I was at Gulliver, Gulliver, yeah. Gulliver, at Gulliver Prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so we probably played yeah. you in a tournament or something. I remember going down there yeah. for a couple of spring break tournaments. Yeah. 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 But you, you guys then, uh, Olympia, yeah, we, we, were, we were pretty good. But uh, Olympia has won. Olympia was the yes. public Yeah, they won state the after way. I yeah. left. They got better after I left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, boys, 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 boys and girls. Yeah, so. no, um, yeah. they they got so a they, great they, program over there. I was just a, a small cog in the wheel of keeping the program afloat, no pun intended. Uh, but we were yeah. pretty successful in that short amount of time. But they've definitely gone to the next level. But congratulations, Coach Man, I'm really happy for yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, I I appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate sir. it. Hopefully, we will get you out to. Uh, to, to a game this year. Oh yeah, we'll, uh, we'll for, I'll bring the football players out. Maybe we'll do like a little uh, preseason um, football versus water polo, water polo match, and uh, that way these guys can see how hard it is. But also, it'll be freaking hilarious. 
That was some of my best, uh, some of my best uh, uh, water polo players ever. So even at Lake Nona, uh, were, were football players. You know, then two yeah. of them went on to play. Two of them went on to they, they played football at Lake Nona, and and David would remember them went on to play uh, college water polo. In fact, uh, Blake uh, Valentine and Cole Hammer, who yeah. was the coach, yeah, who, awesome. who was the coach, yeah. who was the coach's kid. I mean, Blake was six five. I mean, two seventy. And wow. he, he was pretty unstoppable. He was pretty yeah. unstoppable. Yeah, you get water, that kid you know? to be able to swim, you, you got you got yourself a beast. That's yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yes, so sir. it was. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it, he was a big, big, big boy in the middle, you know, and, and made it better. So, well, uh, we look forward to coming out. Football, football players. So, if you want to share some of those guys and they oh, want yeah. them to get some off-season conditioning, you know, I would say the the water polo players don't make great uh, football player uh, football players, but football players make great water polo kids. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll definitely introduce it to him, and if anybody wants to, we'll encourage it for sure, Coach, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Coach Bennett. I know you've had a long couple of days, but just wanted to make sure we brought you on here and was able to recognize you for just a few minutes. So thanks for taking that time, yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Okay, Appreciate okay. You, Good luck next week, Coach. Thank you. Yep, bye-bye. All right, that's Coach Alex Bennett's uh, – Lake Nona High School water polo and swim coach uh, just inducted to the FHSA Hall of Fame last night um, up in Gainesville. So I was lucky enough to be a part of that ceremony uh, as well with some other, um, some of his family as well as some contributors to the the program um, in the past. So really happy for Alex. You don't see too many coaches get inducted in the middle of their career. That's pretty awesome. I mean, that, that shows how how dynamic his career has been to yeah, this point. Right? I think historically they typically wait till people are finished, but um, I'll be honest, I was the one that nominated him. And, uh, you know, I said, what the heck? He just won a you know, state title at a yeah. public school after winning ten state or nine state titles down in private school. And I right. thought, you know, he was definitely uh, had earned it. And then since nominating him, they won a second one for the girls here at Lake Nona. So, um you know, I said, "What the heck?" So he was uh, definitely. I think I'm pretty sure they they knocked our girls' team out of the playoffs back when I was the head coach at Olympia. Gulliver. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'd he... see him all the time. We'd go down in the spring break tournaments because that was the only way to see those that caliber. Right, right, right. Because at the time, it was us, Winter Park, Boone. Yeah, there wasn't many. There was programs a couple here. programs that were yeah. competitive, but you had to go down there to like really see the people you would see in the playoffs and. Uh, it's a whole nother level. They had won like 245 straight matches at Gulliver, yeah, this girls yeah. team. So they yeah. they were something else for sure. And, yeah. um, you know, Coach Bennett's known nationally in the water polo world, not just here in, in Florida. So, mm-hmm. um, well, it's been a good show. You know, obviously we had bye week last week. Uh, we're dealing with the closure of school here in Orange County as well as the entire Central Florida area for Wednesday and Thursday due to Hurricane Ian. Uh, not sure what's going to happen for Friday, but um, we do know that at some point you're going to play Boone High School, and we look forward to you taking on the Braves' big district game to uh, see who's going to uh, kind of be in first place midway into the district contest for this year. And, uh, again, we made that announcement that uh, we're going to start streaming our games here on Nona.fm for Lake Nona High School varsity football on Friday nights. And, of course, we have this Thursday scheduled, uh, and we'll be sure to – 
uh, post any changes to that schedule. Uh, Dr. Vonda Wright, her open house at Lake Nona Performance Club this Thursday from 4 to 6. That's on the third floor just next to uh, the turf track, if you're familiar with the Lake Nona Performance Club. Uh, that Again, that's going to be this Thursday. If any schedule changes, we'll be sure to post on the Exit 13 pages on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You've been listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show, brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. We've been on Nona.fm. You can also watch at Exit 13 Sports on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And we look forward to seeing you on our next show, hopefully live at Lime, Fresh Mexican Girl right off Narcusi Road. But until then, we want to wish you all a safe week uh, as Hurricane Ian approaches the Central Florida area. Yep. Get those uh, snacks ready. Yep. Everybody will be on Netflix till the internet goes out. <laughs> So go ahead and download a couple things, right, in case the internet goes out. And if then you uh, haven't gotten your water from Sam's Club or Walmart. I don't know if you're going to be able to get it. Yeah, but. man. Sam, Sam's actually did have water yesterday, so I don't know what it looks like today. But, but hopefully, it, this thing goes back out to the Gulf, and we just get some tropical storm stuff, and everybody can go about their lives. But either way, y'all lock it down and be safe out there. Yeah, in in all honesty, prayers and safe and safe thoughts for everybody here in the Lake Nona community, as well as. Uh, throughout the state of Florida. So uh, until next time, uh, this is David Grimm on behalf of Coach Jason Robinson and the entire Nona FM crew. You've been listening to Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. Join us next Monday at 7 p.m. on Nona.fm. You can catch up on missed episodes by searching for Nona.fm, Exit 13 Sports, Coach Robinson Show, where you listen to podcasts. Executive producer, Curtis Partridge. Associate producer, Gabriela Perez-Ortiz. On behalf of Coach Robinson and David Grimm, have a good evening. Lake Nona High Football Nation. You're the whole world and the world is mine. From high atop Lake Nona Town Center, this is Nona.fm.